Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Automakers around the world are pitching in to fight the coronavirus. Let's start in Europe. Jaguar Land Rover is 3D printing reusable face visors at its rapid prototyping facility in England. They're being assembled by a skeleton crew of only four employees in a specially designed clean area. The company is initially going to make 1,300 a week, but it aims to boost that to 5,000 a week. JLR is also going to make the CAD design files for the visors open source, so manufacturers and suppliers can pitch in to build more. And Volkswagen is also 3D printing face shields. It partnered with Airbus to make and ship them to Spain, which has been especially hard hit by the outbreak. Most of the brands in the VW group are pitching in on the effort, and in total, 50 3D printers at its plants are involved in the project. Last month, while automakers were trying to keep their plants open despite the spreading virus, UAW workers at GM Ford and FCA accused the automakers of endangering their lives by requiring them to go to work. That was a big reason why the Detroit 3 closed down their plants before the other automakers. But as GM and Ford rushed to manufacture respirators, ventilators, and masks, 1,600 UAW members volunteered to return to work to make them. Obviously, they're wearing protective gear and maintaining social distance, and the companies and the union are keeping a close eye on the workers to make sure that none of them get sick. But this could also help everyone figure out how they might be able to resume production at some point down the road. There's been a big focus on the sales slump caused by the coronavirus, but auto analyst Michael Robinett from IHS Market says the production side of the business will be impacted more than the sales side. And on AutoLine this week, he explained why that's going to be the case. As you, as you decline on sales, um, what are your, what's your average dealer going to do? If my local Chevy dealer or my local Ford dealer or Toyota, they've got a certain amount of inventory. And as they see the sales volume decline or they're shelter in place and people are slowly coming back, they're going to sell off of inventory. So really what happens in the industry is as your market comes down, you actually pull from inventory. And we have probably, what, over three and a half million units of inventory in the United States, maybe three, six. You could see that being pulled easily by half a million, 600,000. And so those are vehicles that would have been built in a regular market, but now are getting pulled out of inventory. So there's this sort of double whammy that, yeah, once we get up to production, yeah, let's start producing vehicles. And maybe it's a new vehicle. That's great. But if it's got lots of inventory, we're going to move from that supply side issue to that demand side issue. And that's going to be the real switch. And of course, you can watch that entire show right now on our YouTube channel or on our website. GM looked like it had a deal to go together with Rivian, but that fell apart. Doesn't matter. GM now has a new partner, Honda. The two companies agreed to jointly develop two all-new electric vehicles for Honda. They'll be based on GM's all-new flexible EV architecture. Honda will design the interior and exterior of the vehicles and help engineer the platform to support its own driving character, GM will actually make the vehicles in its plant in North America, and the EVs will go on sale in 2024. Speaking of Rivian, it just released this video showing the progress of its new plant in Normal, Illinois. Unfortunately for Rivian, it had to shut down that plant 
which means the launch of its electric truck and electric SUV are going to have to be pushed back. We've got more details on Audi's and Porsche's electric car plans. By 2025, Audi says it wants to have 20 all-electric models on sale, which will ride on four different platforms. First, the MLB Evo is a modified architecture that underpins a number of Audi's gas-powered models. In EV form, it's currently used for the e-tron and the e-tron Sportback. The J1 platform will be used for performance electric cars. It was developed by Porsche and is used on the Taycan. Audi showed the e-tron GT concept on this platform. MEB is the platform that Audi will use for small and medium electric vehicles. And of course, that's the platform that was developed by Volkswagen. And finally, there's what they call the PPE platform, which will underpin larger vehicles like the A4 all the way up to the A8 and the Q5 all the way up to the Q8. It was jointly developed with Porsche and is a rear-drive-based design with a single motor on the rear axle. However, higher-end models will get a second motor in the front. They also get an 800-volt electric system, which will allow for high-speed charging of 350 kilowatts. With no need for an engine up front, the electric vehicles will be shorter than their gasoline counterparts, but Audi says they'll actually have more interior room. And Audi is investing 12 billion euros through 2024 to develop and produce its EV lineup. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Tesla was the first automaker to offer automatic lane changes when the car is in cruise control, but that technology is soon going to spread to a whole lot of other vehicles because the supplier ZF is developing what it calls lane change assist. I spoke with Manfred Meyer, the senior vice president of engineering of active safety at ZF, and he explained how the technology works. So the, the, the lane change assist is a feature which adds, again, again safety. That's what it's all about. Um, so if you hit your indicator and you want to change your lane, many people do not really pay attention what's happening behind them. So they probably do not, let's say, indicate that they want to change the lane. They change the lane and somebody comes and, and hits into the car. Lane change assist means as soon as you put the indicator to change the lane, we check behind us if everything is okay with the radar, with the camera, with the sensors around us. If everything is safe, then we take the steering and put the car aside to the lane and change the lane in a safe manner. With add safety, and, um, and that is what Lane Change Assist also brings with us. Lane Change Assist is actually in the market right now, but Manfred wouldn't tell me which automaker is using it. And of course, you can watch that entire interview right now on our website or our YouTube channel. Kia is looking to give away $5,000 to students. It's the second year of the automaker's The Great Unknowns Scholarship Program, and young students planning to pursue a college undergraduate degree in one of the STEAM areas are encouraged to sign up. STEAM, of course, stands for Sciences, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. There's a number of factors for the winners, including academic performance, and ways that they've made an impact in their local community. Scholarship applications will be taken until the end of this month. Up to 16 will be awarded, 
and winners will be notified in June. And speaking of Kia, it wants to help you pass the time while you're cooped up in your house. It just launched a new video series called The Kia Kitchen, where Kia representatives provide instructions on how to make simple, delicious treats. And in honor of its plant in Georgia, the first short video shows how to make Georgia peach smoothies. Ford's Vice President of Sales, Mark Lenave, says we're going to need more government stimulus before this crisis is over. He says both consumers and the auto industry will need more help to recover. However, once people get a check, Lenave doesn't think that they're going to run to a dealership to buy a new car. He says people will turn to online purchases. Due to our current situation, he says, and I quote, this has just turbocharged the adoption of those processes by both consumers and the dealers. To be honest, I think a big chunk of that stays with us even when we're through with the crisis. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. There's an urban legend running around the internet that sales of electric cars are soaring during this crisis. Not true. Sales of EVs in the U.S. market fell 12% last month, but the overall market fell 33%, so EVs actually picked up some market share. But don't get too excited. They only accounted for 1.5% of total sales. And if it wasn't for Tesla, the segment would have done much worse. Ward's intelligence estimates that Tesla sales were up 12% last month, but it also warns that those numbers are subject to revision. Other electric cars had a terrible month. Sales of the VW e-Golf plummeted 90%. The Nissan Leaf fell 67%. The Chevrolet Bolt 61%. And the Jaguar I-Pace was off 28%. Speaking of sales, some automakers fared far worse than the rest of the market last month. Mitsubishi was the biggest loser, down 48%, but BMW was right on its heels with a 47% drop. Nissan fell 44%, and the biggest surprise of all was Subaru, down 43%. You know, during the Great Recession, Subaru sales continued to climb, so we need to find out what's going wrong there. And Hyundai was down 38%, which is significant, and we'll explain why in a minute. The brands that fared the best include Tesla, which, as we pointed out, Ward's estimates saw a 12% increase in sales. Kia sales dropped 12%, which is the least worst performance of all the mainstream brands. In fact, Kia actually outsold Hyundai, and that's sure to raise some eyebrows in the Hyundai-Kia group. Other automakers who outperformed the market include Jaguar Land Rover, down 18%, Audi, down 28%, and Mercedes-Benz, down 29%. Anyway, that wraps up this week's worth of reports. Have a great weekend and please join us again here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.